Hey, y'all are tuned into the Shawana Speaks podcast, and we are in our mom series. Moms is an abbreviation that stands for Mothers on a Mission to Succeed. And on this podcast episode, you can expect to hear from some amazing moms making major moves in their career and or business, or just amazing moms that have overcome some feats that we probably didn't believe that we would be able to. I'm excited to share their struggle stories because a lot of times we focus on the success, not realizing that we're all experiencing some type of strain and or strife. So being able to be authentic and vulnerable will help us make those connections in order to continue to push forward to make major moves and stay motivated in becoming successful for not only our babies but for ourselves i'm excited about what you are going to hear from our special guests and let's get into this week's episode right now Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Shawana Speaks Podcast. Of course, I am your host, Shawana, and we are in our Moms series. Moms Translated, it stands for Mothers on a Mission to Succeed, and it is a movement that I've started just to um, encourage moms out there that may want to start a business or are in business or you've had a child and you're trying to figure out what is it that I'm supposed to be doing with my life. The moms that I'm going to be bringing on have figured it out and they're still figuring it out. Let me say that. <laughs> they're still figuring it out. But one of the things that we can, I can say about the women that I'm going to be interviewing for this process is the simple fact that they are doing it and they're doing it with children in tow. So our first guest is none other than Miss Beatrice Pouchet. Um, B is from Andrews. Are you from? Yep, you're from Andrews, and I met her when I was young. Um, we we both kind of grew up together. I was best friends with her cousin, and now B is out here just doing it, honey. Okay, she's doing it, but I'm going to let her um introduce herself, tell us um about what it is that she does, her children, her life, and all that she has, you know, going on, and have us looking at her like, yes, ma'am, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, thanks again for having me. I really appreciate this. Um, my name is Beatrice. I'm the owner of Bo Creations. It is a treat business right now. Um, you know, hopefully one day I will expand. I do want to have a shop and all that good stuff one day. Um, I am the mother of seven. Um, you know, small town girl, big dreams. Yes, yes, absolutely. So B has, um, you're also married. Yes, I am married. Yes, she is married. I shout out, married. shout out to to the married people. I haven't yes. met there yet. My but. man, thank you to my man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, like she said, she's the owner of Bow Creations. Mm-hmm. So she makes these extravagant desserts and not only do they look good y'all they taste good so um y'all have to find her but we're definitely going to drop her contact information in this podcast episode so y'all can go ahead and follow her make sure y'all are customers you will not be disappointed i'm telling you you gotta you gotta see this stuff it's 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 amazing okay but we're gonna start with your story so b how did you get into making treats like where'd that come from Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see 2017 my best friend 
um, she was having a baby shower. We were looking online. At that time, it was this popular, well, she's still a popular treat maker that, you know, we wanted to go ahead and order from her. But honestly, we just really couldn't afford it. We wanted something that looked real good, but we just really couldn't afford it. And me being me, I'm such a DIY person. I'm like, let me try it out. I might could do this. Anything that we ever bring up, I'm always like, oh, I could try that. I might could do it. So we started doing the treats. Um, you know, the first one, the first event I did, of course, wasn't what it is now, but yeah. I just kept going with it. People just, you know, they liked what they saw, which I really thanked them because, again, it wasn't what it is now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just kept going, kept practicing, kept taking classes, you know, YouTube, Google, everything like that. And it just became what it is today. I love that. I want to pause because something that you said that I think a lot of people don't pay attention to is the fact that you said, I watched YouTube videos. I took classes, which means investing not only your money, but your time. And then also remaining consistent and just doing it. Right. We got to be like Nike. Like, just do it. Just do do it. it. You will never know what you can do if you only stick to what you know you can do. So I always tell people that, like, just try, just do it, just see what will happen. You never know until you do it. So I love that. I love that. So that's 2017. Mm -hmm. Are you a mom at that time or were you just trying things? I am a mom at that time. I have, uh, let's see. Oh, goodness. 2017. I have three kids at that time. Two toddlers and a baby. Mm-hmm. And you out here trying, trying treats, trying treats, okay. So let's get into that. Momming, you were you were a mom of three by the time you started your business, or did mm-hmm. you even think it was going to be a business at that time, or were you just like, no, trying stuff? Okay. it really was just a you know, well. I've always been a hustler now. I'm not even going to front. I always was trying to figure out how to make money, always wanting to, you know, do something to help make money. So at that time, it was just really me wanting to do something for my friend. Mm-hmm. And it turned into like, you know, I posted it on social media um, and it just turned into, oh, wow, you did that. Can you do this for my baby shower? And the next thing you know, can you do this for my birthday party? And it just took off from there. I never really, I always saw myself as an entrepreneur, but I never really thought I would be doing this because did you did you feel like it was too easy or did you feel like you need it needed to be a nine to five type thing for you to be making money like like what did you think like I didn't even know that I could make this money from making right. treats right um starting off doing it it was really more so um it was really more so me wanting to have something that other how can I explain it uh more so me wanting to just be a part of someone else's event, not even a part of it, but if I can make it more enjoyable or more, you know, sweet, why not just, you know, continue to do it? It really wasn't like a nine to five, me thinking that this was going to be something that I do on a regular like this. It was just me wanting to help out. Mm-hmm. That's really how it started yeah. out. Like, even with my prices, it was always just to help out. Like, yeah. you want these, I got you. Yeah. So it, you kind of, it sounds like you have like a servant's heart. So it's like, yeah. it wasn't even about the money. Like, I'm just trying to serve. I'm just trying to make mm-hmm. sure that people got what they need and it right. looks nice. And mm-hmm. I contributed to that. And it wasn't even about, you know, that's me. Like, yes, you say, right, right. Right, but it's more of like, I'm, I did that for them, for them, mm-hmm. not even for you, not thinking about it in that way. Right, right. 
I love that. I love that. So let's backtrack to you being a mom of three at that time. How you said you had two toddlers and a baby at the time, mm-hmm. an infant. So yes. how old were they and how old were you when you first started? How old was I? Oh, goodness. <laughs> they were, my baby, had, well, my baby had to have just probably been a few months. Um, My middle child was probably, let me see, three going on four. And then my oldest had to have been four going on five. Mm. Um, me, oh goodness, how old was Ashawana? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 2017. Mm. I don't know. How old were we? <laughs> it's like, oh, Girl, so long ago. So many of them. I mean, what was that? Five, six years ago? 17, eight, yes, six years ago. Six years ago? Yeah. I'm what, 31 right now? I ain't go with Matthew. But so I, was, what, I was 25-ish. 25. 25. You were married? Yes. Three children. Mm-hmm. And you said we we're going to make some treats. Yes. And then both creations was born. That's. Yeah. So moms with multiples. I ain't going to say there's no excuse, but there's no reason to not start. Mm-hmm. Okay. None yeah. at all. So I want to go back to being pregnant with your first baby. Mm-hmm. Because I like to learn people's pregnancy stories and see if it's anything close to mine. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so what, how old were you when you got, you said she was five, so 20, no. Nope. That's been about 20, 21. 20. Okay. So she was born, you were like 20, 21. I got, I had my son when I was 20. I think me and your, your oldest daughter, my son and your oldest daughter are together. How old is They're she? Probably not. She's 10 now. He's 10 too. Yeah. Okay. So she was born in 2013. So what was that? Like, what made you, were you trying? Got three, these are three questions together. Were you trying? Mm-hmm. What made you take, a, take the test and what mm-hmm. was your reaction? Okay. So <laughs> let's see, were we trying? To be honest, we were. Should we have been trying? We should not have been trying. <laughs> not at that young age. I will say that. We should yeah. not have been trying, but mm-hmm. we were trying. So, um, you know, it was, I started feeling nauseous, started feeling sick. So my husband went and got a, you know, little Dollar Tree, little Dollar Test at the store. (laughs) The lines came up. Me in my head, I'm like, oh, goodness. But very excited because, like I said, we were trying. And, of course, my husband, he was, like, always excited. Every pregnancy, he was just, (laughs) yes. And I'm sitting there like, oh, no, not another one. (laughs) Like now, <laughs> I gotta figure out how to get this money by tomorrow. Oh my goodness, me, that's real. Oh my goodness, but you know, very thankful for my baby. Exactly. And so, does that keep you? Um, that keeps you going, I'm sure, because yeah. there you you have babies, you have babies to take care mm-hmm. of, but you also have that partner, yeah, and that help. And mm-hmm. so what has that looked like for you transitioning? Because you are, um, you have been a stay-at-home mom or you, how, how long have you, you know, I know you are a stay-at-home mom now, but how long have you been a stay-at-home mom? I've always been a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Um, yeah. Ever okay. since my baby was probably three months, I've been a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. 
And so being that you have that partner, how does that help you balance business and babies along with, you know, being a wife? Because you have a lot of duties going on. Yes. Um, <laughs> to be honest, it's really him. Like if it wasn't for him, to be honest, I wouldn't, I don't know how, I know I would be able to do both. Because, you know, that's just who I am. I would tackle it regardless, but I do owe a big part of it to him. Like, he invested in the business. He made sure I was able to be home to do what I wanted to do. And whenever I am doing my stuff, you know, he's always there with the kids, making sure they're straight. So I'm, I do have to say, you know, shout out to my man again. You know, thank you to my man. So. Say it, Lotto. Say it. I love it. I love it. It is amazing because some people, and there's no shade to, you know, whoever would listen to this, but um, some people are married single mothers, yes. if we're honest, and they don't have that support from the person that they lay with every night. And mm -hmm. I think that that is very, um, it's unfortunate. Yeah. And it's very sad, but it's beautiful to see that not only are you able to do what it is that you love to do, like he supports your passion work mm -hmm. and that passion work then helps you bring profit into your home. And of course, he's obviously doing what he has to do, but being a stay at home mother and having the fullness to say, I'm able to do what I want to do and not do what I have to do in a sense. Right. Mm -hmm. I, it's, it's a, it's a nice, you know, beautiful life. It is, it is. <laughs> it is. And I'm very it's, thankful, very thankful. Yes, yes, I'm sure. you. Yeah, I've, I've known, you know, both of y'all for, you know, quite some time. So it's just a beautiful mm -hmm. thing to watch your marriage continuously grow, for real. Thank you. Thank so for you, what has been the hard, hardest part of motherhood since, and how did you deal with it? Yeah, what has been the hardest part of motherhood for you? And how have you dealt with it? Um, on this journey, the hardest part had to have probably been those months probably after giving birth, maybe postpartum. It is real. It is postpartum depression is real. But you know, I've always been a person that I always talk myself up out self out of, you know, just trying to be down, trying to be sad. Um, you know, that's really the hardest part I could say right now. Um, we're still growing, we're still learning. So I don't really know what is gonna be the hardest part. Like I haven't had to, you know, deal with any broken arms or deal with anything right. too crazy yet. But you know, as far as the journey, I have to have said, you know, those few months after every pregnancy, I've been pregnant, you know, seven times. So well, no, six times. I do have twins. So every yeah. pregnancy is I went through that little stage where it was like, whoa, what do I do? Do I keep doing trees? Do I stop? Do I crawl in my bed? Like, but I have with the support, question. I have done better. So, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm, I have a question because you got pregnant at 20. I got pregnant at 20. When did mm -hmm. you realize, or when did you learn what postpartum was? Wow. Um, let's say... When did I realize it? Probably not until like my fourth baby. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. I I, I was 21. I was 21 or 22. I can't remember, but KJ was born when I was 20. So mm -hmm. the crazy part about this was I knew that I was not myself. I didn't have a name for it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I remember not being very nice to people. <laughs> I was not very nice to people. 
after I had him and I was like, this is not me. And I was sitting in the back of a psychology class. I went back to college after I had my son and I, and I had a psychology class and she was talking about postpartum depression and she listed all the things that I was. And I was like, Oh my God. I was depressed. Like I was depressed right, and right. I didn't even know, like the light bulb went off. And so to hear you say, you know, postpartum has been the hardest part is so many young parents or even parents in general that have no idea what postpartum depression is. They have right. no idea how to put a name to it. They know I have no idea how to cope with it. Like they don't know what it even it, it is. And right. so to hear you say that and just understanding that that's one of the things that I do feel like as mothers, mm-hmm. we need, and especially young mothers, we have got to, I guess, somewhere, somehow have that knowledge to be able to say, oh my gosh, this is what it is. This is how you deal with it. And having that, the information, that's what it is. Having that information in order mm-hmm. to, to cope what it is with what right. it is that we deal with, because we're so young going through these things, to be honest. Exactly, exactly. Because like you said, I didn't really know what it was until, like I said, about my fourth baby. That's when I was on social media much more. So it's like I was learning more. So by the time I did have, um, you know, my twins and my other baby it was like, okay, so I know what is going on. I know how to deal with it. I'm not, I'm not crazy. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. And I know that's how I felt like, you, you a little fool these days. <laughs> like, that's how I felt. <laughs> but I cannot. <laughs> For the life of me, I was just like, I don't, like, I can't stop it. I don't know. Right, I don't right. know why I'm mm-hmm. lashing out on people. I just know that y'all better leave me alone. Oh, right, wow. exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so that being the hardest part, um, you, I heard this quote before, and you've said, you know, that you've always been in a, um, a person that's been able to talk yourself out of it, um, mm-hmm. the things that you've gone through, but there's a quote that I heard from Jada Pinkett Smith that says, if I'm not good as a person, I'm not good as a parent. What does that quote mean to you? And do you agree with it? Um, Okay, so I will say that to me, that quote means that if you're not a good person, then basically how can you be a good parent? Do I agree with that? No, only because it's like, who are we to judge who a good person is? Mm -hmm. So a person can, long as they're taking care of their kids, long as they're making sure their kids are straight, long as no one is having to be like, did you call and check on this person? Or did you do this for them? Did you do this for them? They're putting their kids, you know, ahead of what they, their wants. They're putting their kids' needs ahead of them. Who am I to say, if you're not a good person, I could probably think you're not a good person, but your kids could think you're the best parent in the world. So yeah, I do not agree with that quote. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so with that being said, when, as, as as you're growing as a person and becoming a, you know, a business owner, mm-hmm. what helped you, because there are a lot of moms that I'm going to say that have a hard time once they have children, it's like my children come first before anything, they come first before mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Because some people put themselves, their children so much before themselves that, it then later becomes, well, I gave this up for you. I sacrificed this for you. I did this for you. Like, how do you, what do you think about that? Um, It's like, you have to be good with yourself. You have to be a good person for yourself in order to be mm-hmm. a good person for your child. Yeah. 
if you're dealing with stuff and you don't know how to deal with yourself, how are you going to expect to be dealing with the child that probably have, you know, of course their issues may not be as big to you, but it's big to them at that time. So you really have to take care of yourself in order to take care of your kids. But I do get what they be, you know, I do get where they're yeah. coming from. I do understand it. But, you know, as long as you take care of yourself, then I'm pretty sure you'll be able to take care of the babies too. Exactly. And when did you, or was there a time where you had to learn to separate um, your title as a mom from your title from your from your title as Beatrice like who you are as a person because when like when did you come to the realization that I actually have to pursue what I like or pursue my desires or what it is that I love outside mm -hmm. of my my role and title as a mom how did you separate the two to be honest with you it was a reverse for me when I started doing treats so I was going so hard with doing treats. Like I said, my husband was always helping with the kids. It's like, you know, I'm just focusing on that. It was like I had to pause. Matter of fact, last year I got in a car accident, I had to realize that what if I'm not here for my babies? So I kind of had to slow down a bit and, you know, make sure I focused on them. Oh, yes. Because we can get in that hustle mentality, honey. Like, they all right? Who they with? Okay, mm -hmm. they they with whoever. Right, right, I gotta, right. I gotta, I gotta get this money. I gotta right. get this money. That's what it can definitely become. And so that's my next question. Well, that was a question for me. How did you start balancing business and balancing your babies? Because sometimes we can get so focused on making that money, so focused on hustling, so focused on being at work that we don't recognize the importance of you got to spend that time too. Like that right. time that you're taking away from them is just as important as you know, you making this money. So in what ways have you, you know, the accident obviously slowed you down, but then since then, how have you been able to um, either incorporate them or be intentional about spending that time and making sure that they know like, hey, I, I, I love y'all and I'm doing this for y'all, but I'm also going to make sure that I spend time with y'all. So, yeah, so now it's like, you know, I'm learning to say no. Like, usually when someone would hit me up, you know, ask for me to make an order, I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I already know I'm probably like three orders in. I'm like, I don't want to disappoint, so I'll do it. But now I'm saying no, not this weekend, maybe another time. And then even while I'm doing my treats, a lot of the treats that I'm doing now, my oldest two are helping me with treats. I'm even taking her to a class, you know, this weekend with me. Um, you know, I'm putting letting them be more hands on when we do party decorations. You know, I let them come help set up. Um, you know, just learning to spend more time with them, listen to what they want to do. You know, just I'm learning to have that balance. I should, yeah, I, I have that balance at first, but I'm learning. Like I said earlier, y'all have figured it out. Our moms that were going to be here have figured it out, but they're still figuring it out. It's a process. I think it's, it's, it's going to always be an ongoing journey. We're all living a life that we know nothing about. and We're just right, trying right. to figure it out every time, every day, every day, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So before we end this, I have uh, about five different questions that I want to ask you. They're quick little rapid fire questions. Just so all people right. get to know what be likes, likes nothing too crazy. Um, so the first one is just rapid fire questions. Five of them. Flats or drums? Flats. <laughs> With ranch. <laughs> Fried <With> ranch. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> Would you rather do dishes or laundry? Laundry. <laughs> right? Yes. I, girl, I'm so happy my baby can wash dishes now. Yes, me. <laughs> Train them up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> vacation or vacation? Um, uh, vacation. 
Vacation. You need well, you that. Vacation or vacation? No. Kidcation or vacation? Oh. Mm. <laughs> you know, I love my babies. I'm going to say vacation, but the whole time I'm away, I'm probably thinking about what my baby is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Would you have to cook or take out? Take out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then lastly, when it comes to your kids, would you rather have uh, them on a schedule or freely do whatever it is that you want to do? Ooh, I've tried both. Um, yeah. I've tried both. So which one do I prefer? Mm, I guess it's the lifestyle. I guess it's yeah. the lifestyle. I don't know how to answer that one. With school yeah. right now, we love our schedule. When I was homeschooling and when we was at the house during the summertime, I let them, you know, do what they want to do. And it worked for us. So yeah, it yeah. worked. Yeah, <laughs> whatever works. I love that. I love that. So last, well, two two last questions that I want to ask you. Okay. I want you to finish the sentence for me. If it wasn't for blank, I don't know where I would be. If it wasn't for the Lord on my side, <laughs> I don't know where I would be, honey. Listen. I did I, say I talk myself out of things, but I must say, you know, I pray, pray. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I pray a lot. I think that is so profound and it's so important. That's a foundational thing for me as well. Like we can do all of these things, but we can do absolutely nothing without God. So hopefully y'all love Jesus. If y'all don't, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so uh, listen, it's, it's love. Yeah. <laughs> So looking back, if you can do anything differently in motherhood, what would you do most differently? Mm, looking back, um, that's a, honestly, that's a hard one for me only because, you know, I live life with no regrets. I don't regret anything. Looking back, it's like I'm still on this journey, so I don't really know just yet. Um, mm -hmm. I guess the biggest thing was, like I said before, I was going so hard with my business at one point where I wasn't really doing as much as I wanted to do. Like, of course, the kids probably thought I was doing great. The husband probably thought I was doing great, but I knew what I wanted to do. So maybe it was to just slow down and enjoy life. Just enjoy the presence. Yes. So when it comes to your business, starting from 2017 and now we're in 2023, what's the mm -hmm. one thing that you've learned or things that you've learned on your business journey um that you would do would have done differently starting out um business aspect of it business part of it charge what you're worth like yeah. no matter what anyone sits there and be like oh you're too expensive or you you know if you if you think you need to be cheaper go ahead and be cheaper if you think you need to raise them prices raise those prices i mean charge what you feel like you're worth um Never let someone else tell you how to run your business. Um, and just, you know, every time I start something, I just tell myself, continue to be great. So in the business, just continue to be great. Continue to do you. I love that. I love it. I love what you are doing. I think it is absolutely amazing. Um, I, I hope that my followers are able to recognize just what it is that you can do when you put your mind to it. You are the mother of seven. Mm -hmm. And being able to balance that, can you tell me or tell us your children's ages right now? Yes. Let's go the rundown. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I have a 10-year-old, a 9-year-old, 
a soon-to-be seven-year-old very soon, um, a five-year-old, two four-year-olds, and a two-year-old. Mm -hmm. And are we looking to have any more? No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. Is it for me? <laughs> Got my lucky seven. I am good. <laughs> supposed to be one and done, but I'm good. <laughs> Well, the beautiful part about it is throughout having those children, you have been able to create a legacy for them, something mm -hmm. that would be passed down to them. I love how you said you're going to incorporate your two oldest, or you're already doing that and taking your oldest to a class with you. So it's going to be something that they're able to look back and say, my mom did this, like she right. did this. And growing up in a loving home, obviously, with two mm -hmm. parents that are making things shake for their babies. And I love it. You are definitely a mom on a mission to succeed. And I want you to tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you, how they can, you know, order from you, how they can keep in contact with you, keep up with your content, all that great stuff. Give us all that. <laughs> okay. Um, of course, if you need to reach me, you can always message me on Facebook Messenger, um, I'm on Instagram, everything should be Beatrice Pache. TikTok is Bo Creations. Um, I do have a website, bocreationsbyb.com. Um, let's see. That's really all of my contact information by, right now. I will say, you know, I am a mom of seven. If I don't message you back right then, please don't get upset. I promise you I'm gonna message you back when I'm available. Um, and I will say, I do want to say I am offering treat classes right now. Um, I do offer one-on-ones. At the moment, I have partnered up with some great artists from South Carolina. We are doing a class in October. So you're basically getting the price of, you know, one. But you're, you know, all three of us is going to be there giving you our best techniques, our, you know, learning from our skills, teaching those that want to be taught. So, you know, come out, enjoy that. Um, but, yeah, that's it the date for that class and i don't know if y'all have times or not but i know y'all it's a date yes october 15th it will be like a halloween themed class we're very excited about it so very excited um it will be in columbia south carolina so come well, out and enjoy it um y'all make sure y'all connect with b i'm definitely going to drop your information in the in the description of this podcast so that they're able to see the spelling, see how they can get in touch with you. Look at all of your amazing work, y'all. I'm telling y'all, she's amazing. Y'all can probably see her family on her Facebook page as well. Um, yes. Again, thank you so much for being on this interview with me, answering all my questions and just letting us into your life. I tell people all the time that our success stories are amazing, but our struggle stories is what helps those that are coming after us. So as you are a mother on a mission to continuously succeed, don't stop sharing your story and don't stop thriving for greatness, okay? Awesome, <laughs> thank you, you too, you too, mom. <laughs> thank you so much, B. Thank y'all for listening. Um, Be on the lookout for the next podcast episode. We'll be dropping them weekly. So get excited about the guests that are gonna be here. Make sure y'all tune in, make sure y'all connect with them in any way possible and support what is what it is that they're doing because they are definitely making moves. Um, I love y'all. I see y'all on the next episode. And whatever time you're listening, morning, noon or night, y'all have a great day. And I'll see y'all on the next episode.